welcome to the Echo Tips Podcast. In this week's episode, we're going to be talking about locking down the Amazon Echo. And in particular, we're going to be talking about from a perspective of activity directors who work in senior living environments, such as a nursing home, assisted living, etc. But it's also maybe very practical for parents with young children who maybe want to restrict some of the things the Echo can do. All right, but before we get into any depth of that material, we're going to go to a brief break and a message about our podcast, and then we'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by the New Vision Program at Goodwill. We're also grateful for the kind use of WVTF Studios. New Vision is a program of Goodwill that provides information services and assistive technology training to individuals with visual impairments living in Southwest Virginia. Goodwill Industries of the Valleys is a nonprofit organization serving the New River, Roanoke, and Shenandoah Valleys of Virginia. Goodwill's mission services help individuals with disabilities and disadvantages to get back to work and gain greater independence. These shows are provided for educational purposes. This podcast may not be retransmitted, sold, or reproduced without written permission from New Vision. Hello, welcome back. As I mentioned before, today's episode is going to be dealing with locking down the Amazon Echo, and in particular from a perspective of activity directors who are setting these up across maybe a campus environment or in a community rooms at a senior living Uh, or assisted living environment, or something like that. Now, in past episodes, we talked about how you could utilize it, and, you know, music, games, and the like. Uh, But before I get too far into some of that stuff, if you've been listening for some time, it's good to have you back with us. If you're new, my name is David Ward. I'm an assistive technology instructor with the New Vision program at Goodwill, uh, where I deal with a lot of these things. Worked with a lot of Amazon Echoes over the years, uh, and, and several grant projects, we, uh, we, we purchased a lot of Echoes, uh, several, probably close to 200 I've set up before for, for seniors. Uh, but anyway, uh, so the nuclear option we're going to talk about today, and before I get too far also, I'm going to be saying the A-Lady name a lot, so if you have another Amazon Echo in the room with you while you're listening to this podcast, you might want to shut that off so that I don't accidentally trigger your Echo. So I'll just give you a second to do that, and... Um, now, if you're listening on your Echo, it shouldn't be a big issue, but you'll find a microphone with a slash through it on one of the buttons. You'll just press that and shut her ears off. Okay, so let's get right into the material. So activity directors, one of the first things when you're setting up an Echo, you probably want to set up a separate account, not use your personal Amazon account. Now, I can't get into all the reasons to do that, but mostly because you don't want personal information leaking out at work, You don't want somebody making a change to the Echo at work, and now you come home and you can't find something on your calendar with your Echo at home, etc., etc. So that's very likely something to do. Although, if you were to connect it or have already connected it to your personal account, the free time feature we're going to talk about today really could neuter a lot of those things so that somebody can't really mess with a lot of the personal stuff. So that could resolve your problem if you've already set it up with a personal account. However, if you wanted to use a separate account, it's super easy. Go to alexa.amazon.com. You set uh, sign up or new account, and it's your name, an email address, 
and a password. That's it. No credit card, no address, no nothing else required to create an account. And if you're setting it up on an Amazon Echo Show with a touch screen, you can just do it right there on the touch screen, create a new account. So it's not, not really an issue. All right, let's get into this nuclear option for restrictions, locking it down, free time. So free time is and was designed with children in mind, parents with young children who want to restrict what their Echo can do. And so bear that in mind. Everything is colored by that. But the fact is, is really it could be a nice access control that you as assistive uh, activity directors, excuse me, could use in your environment on the community room echo or something like that. We're using it in a more of a public setting, public kiosk like manner. So here's some of the things free time will do. And this is how you'll find it. You'll go to the Alexa app. You go to the menu in the top left corner. You're going to go to settings. You're going to tap on settings, then you're going to tap on devices, and then you're going to tap on the particular device that you want to place these restrictions or the free time restrictions on. So if you have more than one Echo, you're going to need to choose the right one. You'll select that Echo, tap on that, and then from there you're going to scroll down the list. You'll see volume, Bluetooth, wireless, Wi-Fi. You're going to see all these different settings. Tap on free time. That's going to take you to the next page where you have a toggle in the top right corner. Turn it on, turn it off. If you turn it on, it's going to take you through a step-by-step tutorial. Bear in mind, it was designed for parents with children. So it's going to be colored by that in a lot of ways. Like it's going to ask you, what's your kid's name? You know, I put like in Johnny or something. But if you're an activity director, you might want to put in Community Room 1 or Community Room Echo or something silly like that. And that's fine. Now, it may make things sound a little weird later on, you know, if the Echo says, hey, hello, community room one. But, you know, you get the idea. You're kind of, we're shoehorning, we're shoehorning in a kind of a solution here. Uh, Not exactly with the, the use case it was designed for. But follow those steps, and it'll do some verification. It'll even require you to put in your password again for the Amazon account. It may even lock it to that phone, sending a text message to that phone to make sure you have control of that device. And from then on, you can use that device to edit these, what would otherwise be basically parental features, but you're using it as an activity director. Now, one of the great things it's going to do is it's going to shut off purchasing altogether. I don't know if you can hear this well. It's not mic'd perfectly. Alexa? Buy me a Ferrari. Hmm. I'm unable to do that. Yeah, she's not going to do that. So formerly I had purchasing available, and all my other Echoes that don't have this restriction turned on, I can still buy things, but on this one, no longer. Also, phone calling or video conferencing through the Amazon service. Alexa, call the nearest Walmart. I can only call people in your contact list. A grown-up can add people using the Alexa app. Okay, so there mentions a grown-up can ask, so once again, for children, but for you as an activity director, you will later, after you've added this feature in that same panel where you have the toggle on and off, you now would have Johnny's restrictions, You but, but you might have put community room room, you tap on that, manage community room free time, and from there you can go to the calling features and whitelist certain things that can be called. And I would assume that would also mean numbers that are associated with other echoes, that do uh, video conferencing. So that would be a a two for one. This also here, natively, I said Walmart, it disabled the yellow pages calling functionality. So that's kind of unique as well. So bear that in mind. Uh, We're going to be talking about in a subsequent episode about a la carte some of this, like doing some of this separately without using free time. 
But as you can see, the free time already is like the nuclear option. It takes care of a lot of these things. Another feature you would find in there after you added uh, Community Room 1 and you hit Manage is you can set times of day that the Echo can be queried. So obviously in a parental environment with children, you know, Johnny's bedtime is 9 o'clock at night. Between 9 and 6 a.m., Johnny can't talk to the Echo and ask it to play games or play music or tell him a joke in the middle of the night. And so you as an activity director, you could set up a similar thing, maybe not so much for bedtime or anything like that, but just you, you, could, you could pretty much book it all day long so that it can't take rolly requests from anybody. It couldn't be manipulated by anybody uh, for anything like generically like games or music or the like. But you still as, as uh, the activity director can maybe have it set up to do reminders throughout the day or uh, different types of alarms or things like that. Okay, so, um, and also, there's also in there a pause button uh, and a resume button. So you could, at the end of the workday, hit that button, and the echoes across the campus that have free time enabled will all stop working until the next day. In other words, they won't respond to verbal commands. Uh, they would continue to do the alarms and reminders if you had anything set, but they wouldn't, um, they wouldn't respond to anybody's command after that time. Okay, so, um, also... Turn free time on. Automatically enables explicit video filtering. So like I tried to earlier play a TV 14 rated TV show. Won't do it. Um, something like that. It's going to turn on that explicit video filter. Also uh, explicit lyric filters on music. That will be enabled. So they won't be able to play anything like that. Also, since the Echo has a built-in camera, it can take pictures. If they were to take pictures or like a selfie in front of the Echo, that's automatically going to be piped into a, uh, a, a private folder, as I understand it. And uh, typically parents would choose whether that can be added to like the wallpaper. Because the Echo can also, especially the Echo Show in particular with the screen, can act as a digital picture frame, which is super for activity directors. You could put uh, pictures of uh, different community members in there. You, you could take a photo of the uh, the weekly lunch schedule and put it on there, whatever. Uh, that is constantly scrolling uh, periodically on the, on, on the display. Uh, also, it's going to, when you use free time, it's going to restrict skills. So you can't just say open the WebMD skill or open the Bible app skill. Um, skills will need to be whitelisted by you. Now, I'm not too sure if you can just whitelist any skill. I just scrolled through the list real quickly and saw, you know, like kids skills because that's what it was oriented towards. But theoretically, you could, uh, I hope, add different skills like the Skype skill. And then uh, that would enable that video conferencing feature through Skype uh, with Microsoft. Also, the uh, free time skill is going, or free time feature, is going to nuke um, the web browser functionality. So the Echo on rare occasions will fall back on opening a web browser. Say if you're looking for a YouTube video or you're looking for directions to the nearest Walmart, it will pop open a browser window. And once you're in the browser window, you can do a lot of things. You could scroll, you could run Google searches, it brings an on-screen keyboard up. That will be shut off once the free time feature is enabled. Okay, so hopefully that's a real quick crash course. I'm sorry I'm rushing through this. Every time I've tried to record these episodes, it's like 20 minutes long. So, and that's also why we're breaking this up. So our next episode, we're going to deal with free time for parents from a different perspective. It'll probably be useful for our parents. 
Also, in a subsequent episode, we're going to be talking more about hardware security devices for locking down the Amazon Echo. And some of this may be tangentially connected to some of those things about restricting access to the microphone that we talked about. So just that it just it may continue to make announcements and do things like that throughout the day, but nobody can just come up and give it a verbal command. So we'll talk about that in a subsequent episode, too, and also theft deterrence so that nobody can walk off with the Echo and things like that. All right, so hopefully this gave you a real quick crash course in some of the things you can do to lock down your Amazon Echo. We thank you for listening and uh, look forward to you joining us next time. Thanks, Dave. In conclusion, let me tell you a thing or two. This episode is brought to you by New Vision at Goodwill Industries of the Valleys, and it is also made possible in part by a grant from Community Foundation serving Western Virginia. And there's more. We're also grateful for the kind use of WVTF Studios. New Vision is a program of Goodwill that provides information services and assistive technology training to individuals with visual impairments living in southwest Virginia. For more information, check out our website at goodwillvalleys.com slash newvision, with no spaces. Goodwill Industries of the Valleys is a non-profit organization serving the New River, Roanoke, and Shenandoah Valleys of Virginia. Goodwill's mission programs help individuals with disabilities and disadvantages to get back to work and gain greater independence. These shows are provided for educational purposes. This podcast may not be retransmitted, sold, or reproduced without written permission from New Vision. Thanks for listening.